This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon, along with me, Eric Barfell, here talking about John chapter 20, which is really great because we're in the 40 days of seeking God. Mm-hmm. So we started last Monday. Now, this podcast will be, this one will go on Friday, so it'll be five days in. Now, I'm already four days into the 40 days of seeking God. How's it going? <laughs> um, Tell them what you gave hard. up. Tell them what you gave up. I gave up, I gave up putting on Insta stories on Instagram. I don't really give it off for Facebook because nice. I don't do it on Facebook. So it doesn't sure. really matter. Like, I haven't done any in a long time, but Very yeah, nice. on Instagram. So every time I see something funny or hilarious that I just want to think I need to share with the world, you know, I'm not. <laughs> so, Has it been tough in these first few days? Yeah, I would say that. Uh, drinking black coffee's not been too bad. Okay. I haven't really had candy offered to me. So, you know, that hasn't been hard. But yeah, I would say so. so. you have sweets as well? or Yeah, okay. I gave up all candy. I gave up any sweet drinks at all. Gotcha. So no soda, no, well, pop in Ohio terms. Uh, Very nice. No sweet tea, nothing and, like that. And Instagram stories. And Instagram stories, yeah. Cool. Which I have three Instagram accounts, not counting the church and a page I moderate for. So, yeah, not doing <laughs> Insta stories for me. Like, I'm used to this every day. Like, if you see something, that's your communication route uh-huh. to a lot of different oh, yeah. people in the broader Ohio community. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to give it up, and they'll probably wonder about it. Like, what the heck happened to that guy? But that'll be all right. Eventually, I'll explain it, you know, and say, hey, I haven't been on here because of Lent, and here's what Lent is. And so, hopefully, it'll give me a chance. So, you know, I'll be a testimony and things like that. How about you? Cool. I gave up my phone after about 8 p.m. or right. my my electronic devices. Do you, you have like about 8 p.m.? Does that mean you're giving yourself a grace period there? Uh, I mean, so like our young adults group doesn't end until 8:30, 40. Right. So yeah, I, I have my phone, but after that, like once I get home, I'm off all my devices. Right. I knew uh, that when I texted you the other day because I this was in the 40 days, so I sent you a yeah. text. I'm looking at my watch. Is he going to see this text right now? Because it was about CR, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. I was, I I'm that. like, okay, it's 720, I'm good. He's still... But so far, there's like another day in the week, in the evenings. It's right. like <laughs> just sitting there twiddling uh, my thumbs. I'm like, man, right. I guess I, <laughs> I'll open a book. Like, it's... That's good, though, right? Yeah, no, it's actually been really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've also been praying about a lot of things, too, because it's like... Well, I'm not on my phone. I should probably go pray right now. So, right. so yeah, no, it has been good. Yeah, I think it does open up a door. Time. I think the stuff that I want to give up, like if I'm drinking the coffee, it's black, then it reminds me of Christ and the stuff that he went through, you know, mm-hmm. the bitterness of his death. So that helps me mm-hmm. to remind me. And I think not doing the Insta stories, obviously, I'm not talking to as many people, so I have more time. So, yeah, yeah. more time for productive things. Yeah. Thinking about God, and that's where I wanted to direct me. So more time for those spiritual pursuits and i'm really hoping for all who are listening and all who are participating that actually we do get closer to god through this mm-hmm. you know because i'm thinking about this 40 days and christ was in the wilderness for 40 days too it's like 40 days i'm on day four yeah i'm like day four yeah it starts out There's real real happen. cute kind of and then yeah, it's like day am four. i still doing this like could, could go for some cream in my coffee right now. Yeah, could, right. Man, I could post an Instagram story <laughs> I right a, now. Listen, I put it, I have it on my desk calendar. Like I have how many days left or marked. 
Like I have it. Yeah, we got a thirty six days left, thirty five days left. Yeah, so so I know, I know, like what I'm doing. Okay, hunker down. Tomorrow I got five weeks straight. So yeah, but no, I think it's good. Actually, I think it's good to do it. I think it's healthy to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. so we never did as a church until the last three years. I would say we probably have done it. But yeah, I think it's been a good thing. But anyway, in John chapter twenty, it says in verse one, early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb, saw the stone had been removed from the entrance. So they knew where they had put Jesus Christ. They didn't do anything on the Saturday because that was their Sabbath. So some people debate, oh, Jesus Christ never talked about resting on the Sabbath. And I remember somebody argued that with me. I said, well, that may be the case, but his disciples certainly didn't go anoint his body on the Sabbath day. So mm-hmm. they, they took that as a day of rest. They did not go. So on Friday, his body was anointed by Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. It was put in a new tomb. So we looked at that actually last week. So it was placed in this new tomb in which nobody had ever been placed. They knew where it was. She comes back to it to find Jesus Christ or to see. And I think their intent was to go anoint his body again was something that they wanted to do. Mm. So that the stone was rolled away. So she goes back and reports that. But I think it's interesting. Mary Magdalene is the very first witness. Yeah. Of all people. Is this a new Mary? So, okay. Disclaimer. I... I did my homework on the wrong chapter, so right. <laughs> I'm a little rusty on this right now. Um, was she in the in the previous chapters, or is this is this the introduction of a new I, or different the, Mary? The, actually, I mean, in the previous chapters, in several previous chapters, she would not be in only from the perspective of it was the Last Supper. He was with his disciples from, from John 13 on, where he's washing his disciples' feet. Then he's okay. talking directly to them. To that group okay they're the ones so they're i don't believe it's ever stated that mary magdalene would be in the garden of gethsemane when he's arrested it just talks about the disciples running away and yeah okay and things like that but she's certainly mentioned in the bible and it says in luke chapter 8 after, now this is general life of christ right so in his three years of ministry time mm-hmm. in luke chapter 8 it says after this jesus traveled about from one town and village to another proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of god the 12 were with him so you know he's got his 12 guys also, some women who have been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Hmm. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Wow. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Chusa. I, I love butchering New Testament, sure, Old sure. Testament names, actually. So <laughs> can't wait to meet these people. Uh, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. So hmm. you look at that and... They're actually a huge part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. So I look at it and say, yeah, this is really great. It's awesome. And she's been in some darkness too. Right. Seven demons have come out of her. Right. The tradition she, in traditional, I mean, some people said, suggest that she was a prostitute, but I never saw anything in the Bible that backed that mm. up. It just said that seven demons came out of her. But I look at the truth, the actuality of her faith. I mean, Mary Magdalene is not just coming onto the scene as oh, I feel so sorry for Jesus, and I saw him at the cross, and I just felt sorry for him, and I feel like I don't really know much about him. I mean, her life had been definitely impacted by the life of Christ. Yeah. So she's following him with a group of other women right. who are also contributing. So from a faith factor, Mary Magdalene is a strong believer. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many demons have come out of her, she's following Christ now. Right. Exactly. You know, that's and how it, I look at that. And it shows how Christ redeems lives. Absolutely. And how Christ yeah, changes exactly. lives. And I still think there, there's very much a reality for people. We see it in our Celebrate Recovery Ministry here at church. There's very much a reality when people are coming out of darkness and they see how far they've come up and mm-hmm. how much darkness Christ has cleared out of their lives. 
they they honestly have a different perspective at times from somebody who grew up in church has not been steeped in that darkness so for her just the power of it the incredible yeah. power of christ in her life has fueled her i also note that christ did not do things individually it didn't happen it's just hey christ is out there running around doing jesus stuff and so we know that he only like he walked on water and raised Lazarus Lazar mm-hmm. from the dead. And he did things singularly that you don't hear of anyone else doing. So there's a singular greatness to Christ. However, he still had his 12 with him. Mm-hmm. And he had this group of women with him who helped him support the ministry. Yeah. And in any ministry that happens and anything that goes on, we see a group of people who are making that happen. Yeah, absolutely. And we were just talking off camera a second ago. That's like, that's the representation of the body of Christ. Obviously we have Jesus the face of it all, the, right. the point, um, the one with all the power, definitely. But then we got people who are traveling alongside him, who right. traveling with him. He's got the 12. He's got, he's got other people in, in towns, people coming to support. And like, what I'm saying is there's different roles to play. Right. Everyone is playing different roles and Christ is at the head. Right. And you look at the wild game fees. Yeah. You've got a whole host got of people army in there. of people on right. the other side of this wall right here right. cooking all sorts of steaks. Pans and- clanking all week long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't bother me. I mean, I like hearing it. I was just over in the multi-purpose room, and they were setting I mean, there's a mm-hmm. army of people over there setting up tables, decorating tables right now in light of what our event yeah. is coming up on Saturday. So I look at that and say, yeah, that's great. And that's what it takes because there's not absolutely one person who's going to be doing all the work. There's always a group or a team involved. So you're as strong as the team you're on. I've always believed that. I've always heard that. You're as strong as your team. So the team around you is super impactful in your own life. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ having these people, to me, that was really huge. And I think also one thing I note about this, she comes in and she sees us removed from the uh entrance. So in verse two, she comes running to Simon Peter, the other disciple, the one Jesus loved and said, they've taken the Lord out of the tomb. We don't know where they have put him. Now, for one thing, her assumption is not that Christ was raised from the dead. Her assumption is somebody took him. So mm. as far as any theory of mass hysteria that everyone was just so wanting Christ to raise from the dead, they imagined it happened. I mean, it pretty much goes out the window when you realize that is clearly not what she thought. But the one thing that I notice about it is that Mary Magdalene actually knows where the disciples are who are in hiding. right for fear of the jews but there's enough communication in this group like they're tight enough they know each other well enough she knows exactly where these guys are yeah she goes running over to tell them and it wasn't like i just accidentally ran into them she knew and i appreciate the communication that's going on in with the disciples Mm -hmm. of christ that they all know where each other is hanging out yeah they know where the location is. Mary Magdalene's aware of where the location is, so she knows exactly where to go. And also, these guys have not fled. They It says that about them abandoning Christ or at the when he got arrested, they kind of scatter. It's not like they all went to the nearest seaport, jumped on a boat, and headed for Tarshish. You know, I'm running there, yeah, for my right, life. Right. All of these guys are sticking around right in Jerusalem waiting for Christ. So as far as, like, we know them having fear, but it's not to the point where mm-hmm. – they all bailed. Yeah. And they're all running back to uh, the area of Galilee or immediately grabbing a fishing net. I mean, they're, they're hanging around. They're nearby because for her to get from that tomb that quickly, while it's still morning, still dark, she mm-hmm. gets there and gets back to me is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. And, it, and we were we were talking a minute ago. Uh, you know, we have the Bible, so we have the whole, the whole hindsight. Right. We know what happens. We know what's going to happen. Right. We know how it ends. But for the people here living it minute by minute, hour by hour, 
seeing their friend crucified. Probably didn't sleep too great that night. I right. can only imagine. They go to the tomb. The stone is rolled away. Right. The the body's gone. Right. Pretty pretty alarming. Right. Right. So right. it's like, hmm. You know, I, I think me as just a reader reading through it, I kind of lose some of the like emotion of it as right. in a sense. It's like, I, I mean, I think about this every every year on Good Friday. It's like, no, no, Jesus died. Right. He was gone. Right. And all his friends were there. They all knew it. Yeah, they had been told. They didn't believe it. They, you know, couldn't comprehend it, whatever. Uh, the resurrection, that is. But, like, no, Jesus died. Right. For us. Right. There's reality to it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like, but, you know, again, as a reader, kind of just skip ahead to the whole, but Sunday's coming thing. Right. No, like there was there was three days. Yeah, there's a reality. I think it's interesting. That Mary Magdalene is the first one. She's the first one to the tomb. Number mm-hmm. one. She's also the first one, and we'll see in a few verses. She's the first one that's actually going to see Jesus Christ. That this woman who had seven demons in her, had a rough background, a hard life, was the first one that Christ is going to reveal Himself to when He comes back. That's death. I something. Think that's amazing. And I think too, you know, why did He reveal Himself? You know. He revealed herself to Mary first. It's not like he went through town and picked her out. She was there. Mm. She's there. That's mm-hmm. why she sees Christ first, because she's the one seeking. Yeah. She's yeah. the one who's there. So it says in verse 3, so Peter and the other disciples, now they hear that the tomb's empty, so they want to go see it for themselves, and they, they run. But the other disciple outran Peter. He reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked at the strips of linen lying there, but didn't go in. So he's a little more shy. He doesn't go in. Simon Peter came along. Simon Peter's always the jump out into the water guy. He's always the boisterous guy just don't even think headlong i'm doing this and so he comes along behind him he goes straight into the tomb he saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around jesus head separated and then the cloth was still lying in his place separated from the linen finally the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside saw and believed now the the big emphasis of the book of john all the way through is believing in jesus christ so when john says he saw and believed he's starting to recognize the resurrection potential here mm-hmm First, sooner than maybe the rest of them did, certainly sooner than a Thomas is going to. Uh, they still did not understand from the scripture that Jesus Christ had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now, there's some significance in the folded clothing. Sometimes you, I've wondered if it was a cocoon, like, you know, a butterfly comes out of the cocoon, cocoon's still there, you know, so yeah. the... It's kind of like holds the like, shape, too. Yeah, he just evaporates or uh, how you ever want to say, kind of materializes through and it just, you know... Yeah. All of a sudden, it's not there. But then others say it doesn't really matter because the the significance is the claws were there. They what didn't it, steal the body. They wouldn't have steal, stolen a body of Christ and taken all the linens off. Like, you just wouldn't do it. When it says strips of linen, I, I mean, I immediately think of ancient Egypt mummy. Yeah, they wrapped them like, up. Yeah. Thin, like tightly. Yeah, and then okay. all soaked in spices. They had 75 pounds of spices. Holy smokes. 75 pounds. They've got these linen strips, I'm sure. Either they wrapped them and, like, doused them in it, or they just soaked it in every wrap they're bringing around. I mean, even if Christ had a... Thin, Are spices yeah. liquid? I mean, I think yeah. they're like cooking spices, herbs, well, and kind of thing. Like they said, sprinkling. it would have been so heavy, like he wouldn't have been breathing. Let's put it that way. Like I mean, when, he was, when he was when he was wrapped weight, up, seventy five so. pounds is a lot. Yeah, I would say probably liquefied is how I always see it. But I mean, they could have had dry spices too. Hmm. But it's a, this is a way that they would prepare. Joseph of Arimathea had a lot of money. 
he's doing it right as far as his preparation yeah. of the body of Christ. Because some of those bodies would have gotten chucked. You know, they went up. The, you right, think that right. is? You think that was a treatment those other true criminals next to Jesus? Yeah, got? no. I can assure you, they got thrown wherever into a pile, burned yeah. whatever into a pile. Yeah, Jesus Christ had that treatment. But they they come back and they find the linens, and it's just indicative that he actually did raise from the dead. So he saw and he believed. Now, Jesus Christ then appears to Mary Magdalene. Now, Mary stood outside the tomb. So she's back again. She's weeping. She bends over to look at the tomb. And she saw two angels. So not that the angels weren't there the first time the other two guys came in, but they actually appeared to her. So they allow themselves to be seen, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. And one's at the head and the other's at the foot. And they asked her, woman, why are you crying? And she said, they've taken my Lord away. So look at the assumption. They took him somewhere. Like they, they took him away. He, they, she doesn't think he's alive at this moment. And I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, didn't realize it was Jesus. So, again, the assumption is somebody took the body. It's not a mass hysteria yeah. or anything else. And some people have argued that's exactly what it was. Well, they wanted, they were looking for it so much. They weren't really looking for it. They didn't really understand it. This is right. all new Right. To them. So he asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who it is it you're looking for? She thought he was a gardener, said, well, sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I'll go get him. And he said, Mary, she turned toward him, cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Now, one thing I, I will say for Mary, <laughs> look at her. She says, if you've carried him away, just listen, tell me where, tell me where he is. I'll go get him. <laughs> I'll handle this. Yeah, right. I'll take care of this. Think about that. Nah, I'm, I'm going to go get some other people. Listen, to the gardener, who she thinks is the gardener. Tell me where he is. I'll go get him. Huh. I'm going to make this right. Yeah, right, right. Think about how strong her personality is. Yeah, right. That's that's what I was saying before. You know, it doesn't matter how many demons have come out of her. She's going after Christ now. Right, right. Like, that's the, that's the important part. It doesn't right. matter the past. What is she doing now? At any means necessary, she's going to go get him. She's going to go right. find him. I would like to suggest, I mean, being a pastor as long as I have and— leading at times, other organizations Mm -hmm. or committees, you need, I'll take care of it, people. (laughs) When you get, we need a Mary Magdalene. Exactly. When you've got like, I'll take care of it, people around you, you turn them loose. Oh, sure. You let them go because they are going to get the job. They are, they are great to have around because they are going to get the job done. And so I really appreciate about that. So anyway, he, she, she recognized Christ. She grabs hold of him and he said, I have not ascended the father. Go instead. Go to my brothers and tell them I'm ascending to my father and to your father and to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene then goes to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, first one, to actually see him raised from the dead. And she told them that he had said these things to her. So I have seen the Lord. She is now one of the, I guess you would say, say the witnesses. Mm-hmm. Those who are going to testify that the resurrection actually really happened. Yeah. And, you know, this whole story of Mary Magdalene really going after Jesus reminds me of Jeremiah 29, verses 12, 13, 14, 15. You will, when you seek me, or uh, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Right. Some, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Like, that's what she's doing. Right. With everything she has, with everything she is, doesn't matter her path, doesn't matter. She's going after him. Right. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. I just, so that, that just popped into my head. Like, She's going to go, she's going to go find him. Yeah. And you wonder like, where are the disciples? I mean, she's the only one who's there out of all these people. She's mm-hmm. the only one there. Hey, tell me where they laid them and I'll go make sure that I, I get them. Because even the angels, like, I don't know, man, she must've been like dazed, like seeing the angels and cause she still doesn't think Christ is raised even with the angels. You know, yeah. why, why, why are you crying? Right. You know, and right. she's still 
where have you put him? She's still not, it's not, it's not registering yet until she actually sees him standing there and recognizes that it's him to the point she goes back and says, I've seen him. Hmm. Like he, she has now seen the risen Lord. So then he appears to the disciples and we'll get, you know what? We're, we're close to the end of this podcast. So we'll come back to that in the next podcast and talk about his appearance to the disciples, appearance of Thomas, because there's so much to say, you know, right there in that this group of guys and the message yeah. he has for them there's definitely a lot to talk about a lot to consider but we appreciate you tuning in if you're listening uh you can subscribe if you haven't done it already to our youtube page uh follow that share it like it kind feel free to comment we'll see it and uh, we appreciate you being here being part of this show with us you guys all have a blessed week